As we tonight once again approach the throne of God with fear and trembling, we would like once again to remind each other that Jesus loves us and he loves you and he loves me and he loves your neighbor. He loves everybody here. And um, to all those people who feel somewhat and somehow discouraged, discomforted, I'm here to tell you that be encouraged because tonight the lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose the seals. I was asking God this wonderful morning, you know, why for the world and everything that you see that exist today existed only when God said nothing that exists existed without God saying a word. That, that's very important to talk about this. So God had to say something. Are you here or you home? God had to say something. For what is to become? Now imagine this. Just put this in your spirit. God wants to see the, uh, the earth being born from the sea. And God said, Let there be the earth and the earth was there. And he commanded the, the, the water to divide itself, to separate itself from the land, and it was so. And he said, let there be light when there was darkness, and darkness disappeared, and there was light. Then he says, let us make a man in our likeness. Which likeness? The likeness where he too, if he needs light in his darkness, he must say to it. He must speak to his darkness. Uh, who helped God? Can you imagine? Can you imagine who helped God when God, when God was seeing darkness all over? Who helped him? He never said, oh, I need help. What must I do here? I'm stranded. No. He spoke to his darkness and it became light. And I'm, I'm praying to God tonight that you understand what I'm saying because, you know, I understand the people who are very logical and they think things must be done as they plan or as they see. As, oh, you know, for this to happen this way, I need this to be done in this way. Do you realize, uh, when you read your Bible, do you realize in the book of John, in chapter 5, okay, there was something there happening from verse 1. Verse 1, it says there was a feast. I, I find a problem. I find a problem from verse 1. In verse 1, there was a feast. Somebody say feast. In verse 1, there was a feast. A feast is a party where people are rejoicing. Everybody's happy. Everybody's enjoying. In verse 2, they are patient. 
same city. Others are having a feast. Others are in the hospital. Jesus is invited in the same city. Uh, you didn't hear me. Now Jesus goes to Jerusalem not to pray, but to attend a party. A feast. And he goes, he goes to the feast, but there's a problem. Because in verse 1, the Bible says what? It says in verse 1, after this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Trust you me, he didn't go for anything. He went for the feast. Now, let's go ahead. Now, there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market the pool, which is called in Hebrew, Tang, Besida. All right, but when you pronounce it in a Hebrew word, it doesn't pronounce Bethesda. We pronounce Bethesda because we, it's written in English. Having five porches. Okay, in verse 3, it says, in, in these lay a great multitude of important folk, of bland heart, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. In verse 4, for an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. First of all, this angel was not an angel from God. I want you to hear that. First of all, this angel was not an angel from God. Hello? It was a witch doctor who was staying at these five porches. Nobody should lie to you, okay? Nobody should lie to you that, oh, there was an angel of God. No, no, there was no an angel of God. I want you to hear this. These places, remember in Jerusalem, they were colonized by the Romans and the Greeks. And this place, it was actually taken by the Persian gods. And they were believing that if you go into these porches, that there was an angel who would go, who would stir the water, and when, you, when they stir the water, well, you have to enter into there, and you will be healed. So they were believing that tradition. So Jesus comes there, and he finds people on these five porches. By the way, these porches are still there until today. Okay? So Jesus goes there, there is a feast, but then at the gate, there is a problem. Did you hear that? So people are passing the gate like this, leaving sick people there. Remember, there are great multitudes. People waiting like, oh, an angel comes. So they would believe that an angel would touch, and they were believing. It was a tradition. So Jesus is, wants to show them that no, it's not an angel. It is the Messiah. Okay? It is a Messiah. There is no scripture in the Bible which says an angel of God was healing people. So there is no way an angel could be healing people in Bethsaida where Jesus was walking in the streets. No, you didn't hear what I'm saying. <laughs> There's no way. There is no way. At that point, Jesus was in the streets. So you, you mean there was, 
There was another revival there, another revival there. It's like Jesus is doing other things and angels doing another thing. <laughs> it doesn't happen like that. So Jesus was in the streets. So Jesus goes there and he looks at the water. He sees people. He says, ah, what are you doing here? He says, so the, the man began to tell Jesus what was happening there. Even Jesus was shocked that an angel was doing that. <laughs> I said, an angel does what? So Jesus, he says, take your mat. And they go. This is important, ladies and gentlemen. I find it very important because God wants you to take your sickness tonight and be healed. So, God wants you to have faith in Romans chapter 12. Alright? In Romans chapter 12. In Romans chapter 12. Let's go there quickly. I want you to read. That's it. According as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. No, no. I want, I want the two of you to come here. All right? Come over here. The two, just stand over here. Now, because when I say this uh, uh, message, people want to get it. So the Bible says God has dealt. You can also join. Just, just join here. All right, just stand over here, over there, and let me hold this. Okay, now you see this, right? Now God comes here like this. Now this is a breakthrough. Do you hear what I'm saying? So God comes like this, and you pray for breakthrough. And God is like, I want to give this man breakthrough. And he has faith. Then he has faith. And he has faith. So the Bible says God has dealt with every person according to the measure. So God now begins to measure. He looks at him. He has faith. But to what capacity? He has faith to what capacity? He has faith to what capacity? And God says, mm. You see? The two, the two, we are still doubting. Should I get it? Is it giving me? So the one who got it, according, He's saying we must do it again. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. You may be seated. Now, now, so, so, so what God does is he deals with each man. Go back to the scripture. 
It says what? According. I just like that. According as God has dealt to every man. The measure. The measure of faith. So he, he, he doesn't just say, ah, I, Papa, I, I, I need to, to be blessed. Hallelujah, I'm praying. God, he measures your faith. That's why Jesus would say, you of little faith. He would say, you of great faith. Do, do you understand? Are you understand what I'm saying? Because God measures our faith. So I may have faith to be healed. But it could not be great enough. Look at this. His own apostles trying to cast out a demon and the demon was not going out. And when Jesus Christ came over there and they said, the, the father said, oh, we tried. We tried all, all your apostles and they couldn't cast out the demon. That sounds familiar, right? That sounds familiar even to today, where someone will be like, I went to many men of God, and my story is not changing. And what did Jesus say? You of little faith. Simple. You, of, you have faith, yeah? You even invited a man of God, yeah? Not only one. The family had faith to even invite all the 12 disciples. It doesn't mean they didn't have faith. They had faith, but their faith was little. It was not enough for their child to be delivered. You have little faith. You have little faith. Are you following? I'm telling you, your faith will become crazy. You're going to look at a situation and you're going to say, move. And it will move. Come. And it will come. Faith. So they, they taught Jesus. So he said, you have little faith. They said, Master, I believe. That's why I even went to call your disciples. I believe. But he was quick to say, help my little faith. Help my unbelief. I believe, but help. Yeah, let me help you. He said, bring the child here. The child didn't even come. A demon left. The moment his faith was helped, there was no struggling in removing the problem from his child. No, you didn't hear what I just said. The moment his faith was assisted, if your faith can be helped tonight, there won't even be struggle for me to pray for you. It becomes easy. Oh, yes. Am I talking to somebody here? Go back to uh, the same scripture uh, we just read now. Now, go to the second scripture. It is for, as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. Verse 5. So we, being many, are the are one body in Christ and everyone members of one another. 
chapter 6. Having then differing, I mean gifts differing according to the grace. Now, that's a simple thing I want just to show you. That actually what differs from all of us, it is the grace. The grace determines what gifts each one of us can operate. Okay? The whole reason why somebody said, I don't understand why I, I cannot evangelize or I cannot do apostolic or I cannot prophesy the way others do. No. And the issue is simple. Grace is different. Having said that, I want to now show you something. God has given you grace. And that in the spirit realm, you are not operating in the third dimension. You are in the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth. Now, I want to just show you a very important aspect here. Look at Peter. He was a great man of faith. But each moment, he just a single moment of removing a little bit of faith, a consequence would happen. Can you imagine we have grace and it makes us have gifts? Okay? Why I have a gift is I have grace. Why you have gifts is grace. What gifts? In the same scripture of Romans chapter 12, there are many gifts listed there. Including the gift of giving. Including the gift of teaching. The gift of preaching. The gift of charity. The gift of intercession. Okay? The Bible actually says the gift of giving is there. Some people have got a gift of giving. God blesses them and all they want is to be blessed by God for them to give. So we may have you have those gifts. But what makes you to have those gifts? It is the grace. Now the grace dictates what gift you must have. Now you need to realize, recognize and honor and respect the grace that is on you. That makes you operate in that gift. If you don't know the grace you have. The grace cannot work for you. Oh no, no. I'm talking to somebody here. So for example, I know I have a grace in the gift of prophecy. I always realize and respect that grace. Now, so Peter. Look at this. So Peter. He wakes up in the morning. He gets into the boat and he leaves Jesus in the mountain. He says, oh, we, we, we can't pray like him. We know Jesus. Let's go. So they, they begin to move in the water. As they begin to move, they see a man following them walking on the water. Hello? Are you following? This is crazy. This is crazy. A man is coming on the, on the water. I like Peter. Peter says, that's a ghost. 
Then he says, if you, if you are not a ghost, I want to also walk on the water. Did you hear that? Then he starts walking. Peter. Suddenly, he starts sinking. Did you hear that? We have so many people who things began to move properly. Everything was going on well. But all of a sudden, they are now sinking. What happened? Here we are walking on the water. Everything was okay. And we could see all, you, all other apostles who were in the boat. Then we are shocked to see Peter walking on water. Things were okay. What happened? Jesus knew what could, the, could be the problem. In Matthew 14, from verse 30, the 31, the whole problem was not that he didn't have faith. He had faith. He said, why did you doubt? Why doubted thou? Read the scripture. The Bible says, but when he saw the wind, posterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith. There was faith inside, but it was not strong enough to put him afloat. So when I'm ministering to people, I see people saying, having testimonies, and then tomorrow, the testimony is no longer testimony. Because their faith was not enough to keep them afloat. Yes, they saw, they saw they were moving on the water, but they now need faith to maintain them. To stay, to have faith to receive a miracle is a different thing. And to have faith to remain on the miracle is also a different thing. So you may actually have faith and win a contract. But to remain afloat is a different thing. You may have faith to walk on the water. But to remain walking there is also another level of faith. So Jesus said, you of little faith. Now, see, see what he's not blaming the water, he's not blaming the storm, he's not blaming, he blames the measure of faith. He blames it. He blames it. This is why I tell you, okay, this is why I tell you sit down, listen to the teachings I teach you. Because this how faith comes. This is how faith comes. Faith comes by healing. And healing the word of God. This is a moment. So the devil, what he does, you know, he puts more pressure. to your business. No money. You do this, you put some more pressure. All he's looking for is a moment of doubt. So you can sink. All he's looking for is a moment of what? Of me, I got no doubt. Trust you me, I will never give the devil doubt. That, that doesn't work. It doesn't work with me. It doesn't work with me. 
Why did you doubt? This is very important. Why doubted thou? So when the pressure is coming, when the enemy is giving more pressure, doubt not. 